ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Welcome to tonight's His Presence Service And the presence of the Lord is already with us, Amen And it's testimony time You know, salvation is a very, very supernatural thing Bible says that there's a grace that brings salvation, Amen So it doesn't really have to do much with your determination But it has to do everything with God and I pray that that grace will find anybody who's going to hear this testimony tonight if you believe it shout aloud amen so tonight to bring us our testimony I'd like to invite one of our brothers George Dennis from the Quayman region put your hands together he's a faithful servant to the house of the Lord your hand clap is very weak I said your hand clap is very weak you need to learn how to appreciate salvation. We usually testify for many different things. We testify about how God changed our, how God blessed us. We gained a new job. We were delivered. We were healed. But when you hear about the power of God changing somebody's life, it is a very, very good place to celebrate the Lord tonight. And I would like us to celebrate the power of God that is able to change us and make us better people. Put your hands together tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. My name is George Ben Dennis. I'm from Quema Branch. By the grace of God, I'm safe. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm very, very good to God. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, my daddy, Bishop Edward Morgan Ogo, I'd like you to give a hand clap for my daddy. It's weak. It's weak. You don't know me well. That's why you can't clap well. I'm Ann Robert. My best work, when my mother gave birth to me, best work I can do is robbery. Mm. Robbery. And robbery. Not this two by four robbery. And I've been shot before. You've been shot before? Yes. Where? Yeah. Right here. Yes. Dan Soman Akuko photo. A gunshot. A gunshot. If you are talking about good work, it's a robbery. I'm not saying my Pastor Richard knows me. I have fight with Pastor Richard before. I'm not standing here and just talk. Today I say I want to say it. That's why I have come here to say my testimony. Can you celebrate the Lord with me tonight? Oh, I don't know why you're not clapping. I don't know why you're not shouting. I don't know why you're not excited. I don't know why you're not celebrating God tonight for His power. And this church, I hate lighthouse. (laughs) Yes, I have still lighthouse before at Arabaka. 
Yes. So he has stolen from one of our churches before. The lighthouse church before. And I'm a correct death and robber. Not I'm yes, I force myself that I'm by the grace of God today I'm changed. Because my family, all of my family don't know. Now if they see me, they reject me. Mm. Yes, they reject me. As I'm standing today, I tell them that this is what this is the step I'm going to take from next going. Wow. So I thank God and I thank for my daddy. Because daddy preached a message and since then I can know that I can change. Because he said in two sons, a man have a two sons, and one make himself that he's leaving the house. Mm. But when he gets by, he knows that he can't help him. So I listen to that message. I continue listening to the message uh, into the town. The fear out of me. And today I can stand, I can stand with both and say that I have changed. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jerry. I don't know why you are not clapping. I don't know why you are not clapping. He's saying that a message came to him. And since that message came to him, he began to receive the fear of God. And he told himself, it is also possible for him to also change. If an arm robber who has been shot before can be standing here today, testifying of the existence and the goodness of God, then I don't know how bad your situation is. But no matter how bad your situation is, the power of God is also going to give you a testimony. Receive it tonight in the name of Jesus. Try to stop your love And you would wage a war Try to take the very thing You give your life for You have come running You tore down every wall All the while you're shouting My love, you worth it all God, you pursue me with power and glory, I stumble for love that never ends. You're unrelenting with passion and mercy. I stumble for love that never ends. Broken through the silence. Sing the song of hope Melody the sound In the deep of my soul You have come running You turn on every wall All the while you're shouting My love, you worth it all God, you pursue
I believe that there are many halls around the world tonight where people have gathered for different reasons. Some to give out awards, some to further political purposes, different, different reasons. But tonight, I'm very excited that we are gathered here with the theme of salvation. Hallelujah. And there is nothing greater than the theme of salvation. There is no greater love than that a man will lay down his life. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to announce to you that tonight, God is about to speak to us. God is about to speak to us. And if you are wondering how God is going to speak to you tonight, it's not through thunder. It's not through lightning. It is through a man who has exercised obedience. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited that the word of the Lord is about to come to me. I didn't dream last night, but I want to hear from God tonight. I didn't see an angel last night, but I believe that I will hear from God tonight. Thunder didn't come to me in my bedroom. Lightning didn't come to me in my bedroom. But I believe that tonight, in this place, I will hear the word of the Lord God Almighty. If you are as excited as I am, I want you to clap your hands. I want you to make some noise. I want you to join me. And let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Come on, Makanai Kapira. Make some noise tonight. Make some noise tonight. Ask him to make your heart ready, ready to receive his word. 
ready to receive his word pray that as his word comes to you it will touch you his word will change something in your life his word will affect your life God's word is not a poem. God's word is not a story. God's word is his word. And when you encounter it, you must experience a change in your life. Lift your hands and pray and say to the Lord, Father, speak to me. Father, speak to me. Speak to me. Landro Costara Gikarandere Yandokorura Rakapa Rodia Krendili Kazuli Anketerian do Koronamaha Le Pinini Mosama Ikatalaniente Kera Alo Ramasa Ikaranimo He will speak to you tonight tonight Lord Yaban Sharenem Kuntara He will speak to you tonight I know your life will never be the same again in Jesus name we pray Amen Amen. Father we are very grateful to you we are thankful for gathering us here in your presence we are thankful for the privilege to enter your house and the privilege to return to you the privilege to retrace our steps back to you. Because you are the answer for the world today. You are the great answer for the world today. We thank you. And today we pray and ask that your spirit will speak to our hearts. And grant us wisdom and guidance. In everything we will do today. Have your way. Not only in this service. But have your way in our hearts. Have your way. In our minds. And bring us to a place. Of total submission. To your will. And to your way. And your word. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I want to welcome everyone to church today. We are all looking very beautiful, very wonderful. And uh, if you are worshiping with us for the first time today, I want to say that you are very, very welcome to the Makane Church International. And I believe that tonight God is going to speak to your heart and bring you to a place of great blessing. Now, I also want to make this announcement that um, on Tuesdays, on Tuesdays, we have a weekday service here and it starts at seven o'clock and i want you to know it the service is also online but as many as 
can come here physically I believe that being physically present in a service Is very very different from listening or watching the service online That is why I could have had that service in a room somewhere And broadcast it online But I feel that anyone who wants to come to church On Tuesday from now on Can be assured and can be sure That you have a service ready And waiting for you to attend and to enjoy Every Tuesday at 7pm God bless you And uh, I, I believe that it's going to be a great blessing to your, to your life. Tonight, I'm preaching from this book, Key Facts for New Believers. And um, it's a very special book that I want everyone to have. Anyone who wants to walk with God, who wants to obey God, who wants to be an obedient child of God, will need this book, Key Facts for New Believers. And um, I have many copies after church. You can get them. Week after week from today, I'll be preaching from this book. And the reason is that I want everyone to know how to care for a new convert. How to witness to someone. You witness to a person, the person receives Christ. What happens to the person afterwards? The Great Commission is not just a commission of going to preach the gospel. It also, it also involves teaching. Matthew 28 verse 19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Verse 20, teaching them to observe. So any Christian who is into evangelism should also be ready to be teaching people for a very long time. If you can see, now this is what we call the Great Commission. You can see already that the word teaching or teach appears twice. In verse 19, there is teach. Verse 20, there is teaching. So, every Christian needs to know how to teach a convert. When you witness to someone and the person gets born again, you should be able to teach the person the word of God and bring the person up. Now, in doing that, you yourself become a very, very, very solid Christian. As you do that, as you bring the people up, you become a solid Christian yourself. And I believe 
I believe that God has a plan for every believer. And his plan is that we will mature through bringing up others in the Lord. Some time ago, we would just invite people to church and come and dump them onto the pastor. But that is not what God calls us to do. God calls us when we go, we must also teach. So the reason for going through this book with you is to get all of you to know how to teach people about salvation. How to prepare someone. And I'm going to go through this painstakingly. Today I'm going to preach about how to become a born again Christian. I'm going to lead some of you to become born again Christians. Next week, God willing, we will do key facts about salvation. A Christian needs to know these things. And it's not for a special pastor or a follow-up team or some people who are specialists at teaching convert. Every Christian, if everyone ought to have this book. I don't even think I have enough quantities for you to have one. They will be outside of the church. You can buy one as you go. The other chapter is six powerful results of your salvation. I will teach it. What you must know about water baptism. Powerful. I will teach it by the grace of God. The baptism of the Holy Ghost. I will teach from this book by the grace of God. Develop yourself by speaking in tongues. Grow in your new life. By reading the Bible regularly. All these are very important foundational teachings that every Christian ought to first of all know and then teach others. Seven steps to effective quiet time. Grow in your new life by praying regularly. All these are titles of the chapters grow as a new believer by fellowshipping regularly develop the art of witnessing and soul winning when you get born again you yourself must be a soul winner your role as a church member all these are in this book i i feel and i believe that this is one of the most important books every christian ought to have so today, you may not have it. Most of you don't have it now. And I don't want to turn the service into a market. To sell books. So you can take notes. In your notebook. And then after church, get your copy. But there are very few of them. So the earlier you go, the better. Get your copy. And then read, I'm going to read to you and explain things to you. So get your copy and the notes you wrote in your notebook, write them in the book on the side. So you will use it to teach others. Is it a good idea? Oh, I can't hear you. Is it a good idea? Oh, I can't hear you. Is it a good idea? Oh, your, your masks are not allowing you to answer my question well. So today... I'm preaching from chapter 1 of this book. 
how to become a born again Christian. But before I do, I want us to clap our hands and welcome our sister Grace to bless us with a song before I preach. Clap your hands for her. Amen. Now, I want you... Can I have this microphone? Let me have this. I want you to listen very carefully. Listen very well to the, to the words of the song. Very important. You need to hear it because he's also preaching. A singer, when she's singing well, is also preaching. And it's very important that you listen to the words because he's preaching and then I'm also coming to continue preaching Some, the microphone is not good so use my This is the story of a brother Who slept and woke up in Foreverland He looked around, nothing's familiar He wondered how he got to be there He took a walk around the city and saw this brick house with a small door walked into the room and saw a man in white must be an angel so he said Mr. Angel I'm a stranger don't know what's going on the last thing I remember was I slept last night this is the bad town, the way you get the crown, must have head of heaven where you came from. Only those whose name I find written in this book of life will forever be in paradise. Is your name in this book of life? It's your name in this book of life, yeah. Tell me it's your name in this book of life. It's your name in this book of life, yeah. Flipping the pages of this great book 
This brother gave a casual gaze. He saw the names of prophets, saints, and martyrs who kept the faith and ran the race. But he said, Mr. Ranger, where is my name? Can you tell me what is going on? I'm a pillar in my local church. Give the offerings and the fight. Feed the poor and have myself a good name. Here's my name in this book of life. Here's my name. In this book of life, yes. Tell me is my name in this book of life. Is my name in this book of life. Unforgiveness lurks within your heart. Some folks that you will never let go. Little foxes and secret faults. Hey. Would spring surprises on that final day. For this wonder brother What about me? What about you? Let he that thinks That he stands Let him take it Lest he falls Cause only the pure and high will say Jesus those who's come and glow with purity now is your name in this book of life is your name in this book of life tell me is your name in this book of life It's my name in this book of life. Just think about it. Amen. Clap your hands. How? Now, if you want your name to be in the book of life, you must be born again. So today, I'm teaching from chapter 1. How to become a born again Christian. Now, if you want to be a born again Christian, you must do two important things. 
Number one. How many of you want to be born again? Yeah. Now, to be born again actually means being given birth to the second time. Because to be here breathing walking, sitting, and moving around. It means you have been born. You were born by your mother. So, we ask ourselves, why is it necessary to be born again? In the same way, we can ask ourselves then, why do we do certain things again? Why do you have to write wasi again? Some of you owe call marks. Why does a person have to write call marks again? The reason why you must write comments again is that you failed the first time. You wrote it in 2019 and you failed. So you write it again in 2020 and pass. So why do we have to be born again? Because the first birth failed. The first birth which has made you who you are now didn't work. The first birth did not work. What did it turn you into? This first birth the work your mother did, some of you 18 years ago, some of you 20 years ago, some of you 30 years ago, the work your mother did, what they did make you? Somebody came this, I mean, today to share a testimony that, you know, and I like the way they use, he said, his best job, because everybody has his best job. Somebody's best job is a lawyer or a doctor or an accountant or an auditor or a surveyor. His best job was armed robbery. He was an armed robber. And, and I know him because he, he's, he's now doing other jobs. He's even a painter. Yes, he paints. And other things he does. But all the things he does, which are all great jobs, the best he did, in, this is his own confession here, was to be an armed robber. It means that the, the work his mother did 28, 30, 32 years ago 
All the labor world, nine months labor world, breastfeeding, all the problems, going to the market to sell, to get money, to bring him. All the work his mother did made him into an armed robber. So this one is a failure. Now, you may not be an armed robber. You may be a doctor, but you are also a failure. You are a failure because the first bed, send your Bible to Psalm 51. Psalm 51. Psalm 51. Are you there in Psalm 51? Let's read. Let's do some Bible reading. It will help us. Verse 5. We'll be reading on. It said, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity. And in sin did my mother conceive me. So, the work everybody's mother did was a work done in sin. All what your mother did to produce you was done in sin. He said, I was shaping in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. Verse 6. Let's just do some Bible reading. Behold, thou desirest truth. In the inward parts and in the hidden parts, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Verse 7 Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. It means that you are dirty when your mother gives birth to you. Purge me with hyssop. Today, something better than hyssop will clean you up and make you a brand new person. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Today, the word of God which is coming to you is washing you of all the things you've done to dirty your soul. Many of us have soiled our lives, twisted our lives. In sin did my mother conceive me, purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Sometimes you see somebody nicely dressed, nice shirt, nice shoes, looking good. He's cut his hair nicely, but he is not clean. He's not clean. Because you can't tell a person's cleanness by the dress or the shirt he's wearing. It is the soul. There is something in man that is the real man. And that man inside, it's called the inner man, can be very dirty. He said, purge me with hyssop. And I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness. That the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Verse 9. 
Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Today, God is going to create in you a clean heart and renew a right spirit within you. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Verse 12. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Restore unto me the joy, the joy of thy salvation. You know, in life there are many things that make us happy, but later we get to know that the things were not even correct things. Yes. Somebody can bless you with a nice motorbike and you are happy only for the motorbike to be the reason why you lose one leg. You can buy a car and be very happy only for the car to kill you. So there are many, many types of joy, but there is, there is a special type of joy that is caused by being born again. It's called the joy of salvation. You can have the joy of passing your exam. You can have the joy of having a husband. You can have the joy of building a house. And all these things, I I don't want to go on and on and tell you how they are not really proper joy. They are not really proper joy. But there is something called the joy of salvation. When you get born again, there is a certain joy that comes into your life. I'm preaching on how to become a born again Christian. And I'm explaining why you need to be born again. Why do we do things again? Because the first one failed. When you write an exam and you don't pass. And you don't write it again. It means that for the rest of your life, that exam you did not pass will haunt you. You can never become a doctor. You can never go to the university. You can never become an architect because of certain exams. I remember a sister. I don't know how, but you know there are a lot of wonderful things in life. She actually managed to enter a university was in the university for four years, finished with second upper. I attended the graduation. Later, she told me that the school said, the university said, they will not give her the certificate. Why? Because they found out that she had not passed her maths. Yes. She had not passed the maths. That is the WASI maths. So we began another project. I had to find a math teacher for her and get her to write the exam and pass. When she passed, she got her certificate. When you don't write the exam again, it follows you. When you don't get born again, it follows you. Yes, it follows you because the first born, the first 
forgive my bad English. The first born your mother born you is a wrong born. You must be born again. Because the first one made you an armed robber. The first one made you a, 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 a fornicator. The first work your mother did is what has hooked you on pornography. The first one is what has given you an appetite for boys. The first one is what has made you a masturbator. The first one is not a good one. In sin did my mother conceive me. No wonder we are drunkards. No wonder we are thieves. No wonder we are armed robbers. No wonder we are fornicators. No wonder we are godless. Because in sin did my mother conceive me. That is why the first attempt is always a wrong one. To live life well, you need to be born twice. Everybody must be interested in being born twice because the first one is what has made you a Pornographer. Watch pornography till you collapse. We've heard all these testimonies in the church. If your birth is only what your mother did, you will not be a correct person. I'm very afraid of anybody who is not born again. I'm very afraid of a person. Even of myself, if I'm not born again. Look, we are very bad. We are very, very bad. If you are here today and you have not been born again, I'm going to give you the chance today to be born again. Because the first one will not help you. You can go to jail with your mother's attempt. I said you can go to jail with your mother's attempt and end up in hell with your mother's attempt. In sin did my mother conceive me. So if you want to be born again, number one, you must first of all believe in Jesus Christ as the son of God. That's a big one. You must believe in Jesus Christ Everybody must believe. Now, that word believe is not just giving it mental acceptance or they call mental assent. Just, just accepting the fact in your mind. No. There's a, in fact, the word faith is different from believing. Faith is not the same as believing. Faith is far bigger than believing. When we say faith in Jesus, it means that you believe in Jesus so much that it becomes a part of your life. It shows on Monday. It shows on Friday. It shows at dawn. It shows in the night. Faith is, is it becomes your faith. Your faith. If you want to be born again, you must Put your faith in Christ. If you put your faith in Christ, you will not just be a church goer. You know, some of you are, are, who are not born again, but go to church. 
you notice that you just go to church on Sunday, do all the things in the church, but when we close church, you go back to your old life because you are not really changed. You must first believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God. First John chapter 5. First John chapter 5 verse 1. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Anyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. This evening, God is going to give some of you the opportunity to be born of God. You know, not everybody is born of God. Some of you are born of the devil. You know, we hear this said all the time. Oh, we are all the children of God. Oh, we are all the children of God. My dear friend, I don't know where you learned that from. Which school taught you that? Which school taught you that? We are not all the children of God. We are all the creation of God. But you can move from being a creation of God to a child of God. I have been created by God. You have been created by God. But not everybody is a child of God. Some people are children of the devil. Children of the devil. From today, when you go home and they ask you, tell the person that not all of us are children of God. Some of you sitting here tonight are children of the devil. Jesus said, you are of your father, the devil. You are of your father. Jesus said, your father is not God. Your father is the devil. How many of you want God to be your father tonight? Yes. Ye are of your father, the devil. Your father. If your father is the devil, it means that you are the devil's child. Or is it bad English? If your father, if my father is Mr. Osei, is it not also true that I am Mr. Osei's child? Hello? Yes. So ye are of your father, the devil. It means that you are the devil's children. Acts 13, verse 11. Acts 13, verse 11. Let's read verse 9. Then Saul, who is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him. Verse 10. And said, O full of subtlety, Paul met a certain man. And this are, these are the words Paul used to describe the man. All full of subtlety. 
and all mischief. Thou child of the devil. Thou child of the devil. Thou enemy of righteousness. Will thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? Not everybody is a child of God. Some of you sitting here may not be the children of God. To be a child of God, John wrote it in 1 John 5 verse 1. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ, that is when you become born of God. How many of you want to be born of God? Yes. I'm preaching from this book. Number two. Secondly, number one is that you must believe. First, believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Number two. Secondly, you must ask him to come into your heart. If your mother's first attempt made you into a fornicator, you want to break free from a boy. You are living in sin. You spend all your life. You are only 17 years. You are a professional better. Better. You bet. That's what you are doing with your life. Instead of going to school, you are monitoring Chelsea versus Norwich. Yes. Instead of going to school, you are monitoring what? Barcelona versus Juventus. And you have put 10 Ghana cities on Juve Juve. That's what you are doing. You grow up to become a gambler. Your mother's attempt is the first attempt. And the first attempt, Psalm 51 says, in sin, did my mother conceive me? I needed to be born again to stand in front of you here. What my mother did, I said, what my mother did made me a drunkard at age 13. Some of you, your parents don't even know what you are doing in the room. I shouldn't say it. I said, many of you girls here, your mother doesn't know that you have broken your virginity. When she calls you, Mansa, you say, yes, ma. Your hand is behind you. But your mother doesn't know. Your father is at home. He doesn't know that you have done two abortions so far. In sin. I said, the work our mothers did is not a good job. They love us. They sell their clothes to take us to school. They sit by us when we are sick. They do all the things only for us to become weed smokers. The brother who came to stand there to say he was an armed robber, go and look for his mother. And sit down with his mother and ask the mother what he did, what she did for him. Her heart will break. That all what she did was to make her son an armed robber. 
But thank God, there's an opportunity to get born again. Clap your hands. Today is your chance. Secondly, you must ask him to come into your heart and your life. You must say a prayer like this and mean it from the bottom of your heart. The second thing is that you need to say a prayer to ask Jesus to come into your life. Jesus is not a thief. Who breaks into your life? You know, one big difference between Jesus and the devil is that the devil doesn't need your permission to come into your life. Even if you don't like him, he's breaking in. (laughs) He's a thief. John 10.10, he's a thief. But as for Jesus, he doesn't break because he's not a thief. He stands at the door of your heart. Call, call, call. Do you want me to come in? How many of you want Jesus to come into your heart today? Yes. So to be born again, no one has to hold your hand and say, go. No, you yourself must be broken. And you come down on your knees and say, no. 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 I love my mother. My mother has done well, but I need to write this exam again. And this is the prayer. The prayer you pray to ask him into your life. And I'm going to lead you tonight to pray that prayer. The prayer goes like this. Lord Jesus, don't worry. Those who repeat, repeat. Say, I'm reading, say, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you as a, say, as a sinner. I come to you yourself. Say, Lord, I've come as a sinner. And you need to believe that you are a sinner. Because some of you, people say nice things about you, but they don't know who you are beyond your clothes. So you must believe it, that I'm a sinner. That I'm a bad person. If you don't believe it, you can't receive Christ. You can't be born again. You must accept. See, when you say you are a sinner, it means you are saying that the first attempt failed. Because it is when it is because it failed that you are now a sinner. I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sins. You see, that's the prayer you pray. I repent of my sins. That is, after today, I'm not going back to the things I used to do. I'm to, 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 to repent means to make a U-turn. Like, if I'm coming here. And I repent of my decision to come. I turn away. And I move this way. Move that way. So if you are fornicating with a girl and you repent, it means when you see the girl, you make a U-turn. No more. Say no more. Say no more. Say I repent 
some of you today is the first time in three years you have been to church yeah from today you are repenting every saturday evening this is your church I repent of no church life. You know, the person who brought you here, the person who brought you here, after this service, the person is going to visit you, share the word of God with you, teach you, and help you to grow. Yeah, this is now your church. This is now your church. This is now your church. I repent of my sins and ask for your forgiveness. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. That Jesus died for your sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please take control of my life. That is what it means to be born again. This is the prayer you pray. Lord, take control of my life. Take over my life. When you get born again, you are no longer the one who determines what you want to do. God takes control of your life. When he says sit down, you sit down. When he says don't do it, you don't do it. No matter how much you like it or you don't like it, when he says stop with that girl, break up with that boy now, you got to break. Break. Please take control of my life and make me what you want me to be from today. I am yours and you are mine. Let me read the prayer again. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sins and ask for your forgiveness. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you. And receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please take control of my life and make me what you want me to be. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful gift of salvation. Amen. How many of you want to pray this prayer today? We are going to pray it. Now, what happens when you become born again? What happens to you? What happens to you? What happens to you when you become born again? I'm born again. What happens to you? When you get born again, the Spirit of God will come upon you and into your heart. Then the inner part of you will be born or produced again. The Spirit of God will enter you When you say this prayer, the Holy Spirit will enter you and affect your inner man and give birth to you again and produce you again. Beautiful. God then gives you 
a new heart. A new heart and a new spirit. Ezekiel 36, 26. Ezekiel 36, 26. What happens to you when you get born again? This is what happens. The Holy Spirit comes upon you. And when he comes upon you, he enters your heart and changes you from within. So you are wearing the same clothes, your hairstyle is the same, your shoes are the same, but something has happened inside. That's why we used to sing the song. Something on the inside is working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my heart. Something on the inside is working on the outside. So so you see that your clothes are the same. But when the boy comes and wants to remove your clothes, say no. Why? What's wrong? The same hairstyle, the same clothes, but something on the inside. Is working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my heart. Something on the inside is working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my heart. Something on the inside is working tonight. Something is going to happen to you inside. When you see the cigarette, you won't take it again. Something is going to happen to you inside. When you sit with your friends and they are saying the profane things, you will not sit there because something has happened inside. Inside. That's what we mean when we say, this brother is born again. Something has happened inside of him. And it's the the sex 26 is a new heart also will I give you. And a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. Verse 27. And I will put my spirit within you. And cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall keep my judgments and do them. Before you get born again, God's word doesn't mean anything to you. You don't even have a Bible. In fact, you don't even read the Bible. But when you get born again, one of the things that happens to you is that God puts a spirit inside of you. And then, suddenly, you feel like even reading your Bible. You feel like obeying the Bible. The places you used to go, you go there no more. The things you used to do, you do them no more. When you find somebody who says he's born again and does the things he used to do before, he's not really born again. He's not really born again. Say, so I'll put my spirit within you because before this time, your within you were demons. Remember, you were born in sin. When you see a baby lying down, two seconds, born, one minute, you may see some tender, the devils inside that baby, you don't have any idea. Because that baby who came out of the mother, who is received, is created in sin. 
So, so when the baby grows, nobody will teach the baby how to lie. She will drink the milk and say to you that he didn't drink the milk. Nobody, no, no, no father takes a child and says, sit down. So they want to teach you how to lie. How many of you were taught by your father how to lie? How to lie? How many of you just grew up and discovered that you like lying? Oh, I can't see your hand. You just grew up and realized that you like lying. Can I see your hand? Yes. Who taught you how to lie? Because it is inside you. I don't know anybody whose father called her and said, Juliana, sit down. Today I'm going to teach you how to like boys. Take your pen and paper, write in the number one. Bleach yourself. No. No father does that. But as you grow up, you are in primary school, primary five. You are falling in love with the school prefect already. I said primary five. You have fallen in love with the school prefect already. From then on, you are going to the headmaster. The Uncle Ben is inside of you. But ladies and gentlemen, when the Holy Ghost takes over, he fills you and drives out the devils that I need. In sun. Today, the Holy Ghost is going to fail somebody here. With your new spirit, you become a new man or a new creature. Your clothes are the same. Your shoes are the same. But something has happened on the inside. And depending on what has happened on the inside, if your clothes are bad, you change it yourself. Nobody tells you. Those who receive Christ tonight, next week, Saturday, nobody will even tell you to go to church. You yourself will be calling the person. Ah, won't you come for me? Why? I've been waiting. It's five o'clock. What's happening to you? Why? Won't you come for me? I want to go to church. Receive that spirit now. With that new spirit, you become a new man. New. You are ready to live a new life. This new life is possible because you are actually a new person with a new heart. So people are very surprised when they meet you and they offer you a cigarette. They call, let's go and bet. You say, no, I don't do certain, I don't gamble anymore. I go to school, I learn. I pass my exams. I'm, 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 I'm waiting to do well in life. So, oh, you are in your room. Some of you tonight, when you get born again, tomorrow evening, Mariama will come to your room. Expecting that you will do to her what you did to her on Thursday night. What she doesn't know is that the last time you did that was the last time you would ever do that with her. But when you are not born again, you sit in church, you can sing in the choir, you can dance, you can be an usher, but your ways are still the same ways. 
the same ways. The same ways. Today, somebody's heart is going to be made mean. Somebody's spirit is going to be made. So, so, so the, the reason why I'm teaching like this is that you also should be able to teach somebody. Listen to the message. Write notes. It will be on my podcast. Listen to it. Yes. And the person you brought after church, go tomorrow Sunday. We don't, this is our church on Saturday. So tomorrow Sunday, visit the person. That's the podcast, the audio podcast. This message I'm preaching will be on it. Go to the podcast and listen to the, this message. It will be there. Listen to it again. And you should be able to take a Bible, sit down and say, let's turn our Bible to the first verse Bishop used when he was preaching. Psalm 51. Let's read it. Who then is a born again Christian? A born again Christian is someone who has personally received Jesus Christ. Everybody say, personally received Jesus Christ. A born again Christian is not someone that someone received Jesus for you. No. Can you imagine you are hungry? You get your kinky and fish and pepper, hot pepper, nice fish, fresh, crisp fish. And as you are about to eat, I come and I take it and say, I want to eat it for you. As I'm eating it, it will enter your stomach. Can I eat for you? I said, can I eat for you? No, you eat yourself. The one who is hungry is the one who eats. Today, nobody will push you. Receive Jesus. You yourself must know that your mother's first attempt did not work. I got to be born again. I must change my ways. I can't be a girl in the area every boy is sleeping with. I repent today. I make a U-turn today. Who then is a born-again Christian? A born-again Christian is someone who has personally received Jesus Christ into his life. And listen to this one. And is determined to live a life controlled by the word of God and under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. A born-again Christian is someone who is determined my dear friend, it's not... See, I've, I've read... I've, I've even read the prayer we are about to pray. But after praying, it's not enough. You don't just pray and you don't go to church again. You don't listen to the word of God. No. Rather, you start with a determination that from today, the word of God will control my life. The spirit of God will guide me. Before I pray this prayer... I was not in touch. I was not under the control of the word of God. Today, there's a 13 year old boy who bowed down his knees and said, Lord, I want to be born again. Today, there's a young man who said, Pastor, wow, I've never heard this before. I need to write this exam again. 
I need to be born again. We thank God for our mothers. Their first attempt. No, 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 no. no. So the mothers who really love their children, they take their children to Jesus to give birth to them again because they know that their first attempt was a wrong attempt. When you meet somebody who is not born again, you have met a person who is a dangerous person. He may be nice. She may speak nicely to you. He may say things very, you know, speak good English. But when you meet a person who is not born again, no matter how nice he is, the person is a dangerous person. But today, you can be born again. I said today. You can decide. You can decide to live today and continue living with your mother's attempts. But I can promise you, it will destroy your life and end you up in hell. There's a place called hell. We shall learn about it soon. There's a place. Down, down. When you die, you are either being carried by angels into Abraham's bosom in heaven, or you are going down into the pits of hell. Yes. And today, everyone listen to me very carefully. You can choose to reject the offer to be born again so that you can continue, so that you continue with your first attempts and live your life like an animal. You want to have sex, you have it. You want to steal, you steal. How can somebody say, my best job was to be an armed robber? Because God hadn't come in. But look at it. When he got born again, today, he's almost going to become a pastor in the house of God. That's why our sister sang the song, Jesus is the answer. And another sister sang the song, it's your name in the book of life. The people whose names are in the book of life are not school prefects or presidents of countries or good boys. Good boy? Who is a good boy? Who is a good, good boy? There's only your mother who will call you a good boy because she doesn't know what you did yesterday. Only your father who will brag with you. My son is a good boy. My daughter is a good girl. He doesn't know that you, you have done more abortions than your mother. Today, you have a chance to bow your knee and say, Lord, today, I'm allowing you to give birth to me again. Today, stand to your feet. No movement. Everybody standing. The whole room is full. Don't, this is the moment. Don't allow people walking about to distract you. Close your eyes now. Everyone close your eyes. Everyone close your eyes. And everyone bow your head. Maybe somebody invited you. <laughs> somebody brought you to church. But... As you are standing there, you know that you are existing only with your mother's attempts. Not good. Some of you even got so-called born again three years ago. 
when someone took you to church and you went forward. But since then, you've been back to your old ways, living like your father, the devil. Because not everybody is a child of God. But tonight, and not just tonight, no, 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 no. What we are doing is not just, we are not just going to lift up our hands and pray a prayer. No. We are going to continue learning. That's why everybody is going to have a copy of this book to learn from it and begin a walk with God that is beautiful. Every head bow. Don't look around. Please bow your head. You want to say, Pastor, ha, what are you saying? I'm happy I came to church tonight to hear this message. I'm very happy I came tonight to hear this message. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to be born again. 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 I want to be born again. Every head bowed and every eye closed. If you want to be born again, you want to receive Jesus Christ into your life who will change your life and make you a brand new person. Lift your hands. It's your time now. I'm going to pray with you. Yes. I see, I see, I see your hand. All over, I see. Lift your hand well. I said, you can either reject God and continue living with your mother's attempt or receive Jesus properly. You want to receive Jesus to change you. Not just to say a prayer, but you want to pray as the beginning of a new life you are going to live. Lift your two hands. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. Today, I'm not a thief. I've not done any abortion before. I don't smoke. I don't even know what pornography is. But listen to me. A lion is a lion. It may play with you. It may lie on the ground and roll on the floor with you. But a lion is a lion. A sinner is a sinner. When the right time comes, you will know what you are capable of doing. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you. Pastor, pray for me. I can't see your hand. Lift it high. I want to be born again. I want to be born again, Pastor. I want to receive Jesus Christ. Yes. Now, if your two hands are up and you are serious about this decision, I want you to take your Bible, your bag, because I want to pray a prayer with you. And then let my pastors talk to you and tell you who is going to visit you. And that person, if he doesn't come to you, I don't know what he wants God to do to him. If your hand is up, you want to receive Jesus Christ. I want you to now take your bag, your Bible, and come to the frontier. Come here. Come. Come. If you raise your hand, come. I want to pray with you here. Everybody who raised your hand, come. Keep coming. Let them come up the steps. Come up. Come up. Come up. Come up. Come up. Keep coming Keep coming
hands for them as they come come to jesus come to jesus keep coming keep coming keep coming keep coming to jesus now listen we are coming to save our souls this is a new labor world the one your mother did at Medina Polyclinic is different. This one is the new labor world where you are born again. Now, if you are standing there and you intend to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, to be born again and start a new life in Christ, I am about to pray. I want you, wherever you are, to rise up and come now. This is your last chance. Come. Tell your neighbor, I'm going. I'm going to pray. And come right now. Clap your hands for them as they come. Clap your hands for them as they come. Clap your hands for them as they come. Keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping your hands. Now, the final announcement. Yes, clap your hands for her, she's coming. Final announcement. Pastor, I want to be born again. Wait for me to come before you pray. Pastor, wait for me to come before you pray. Okay, I'm waiting for you. I'm giving you one minute. Leave where you are and come to the front right now. I'm waiting for you. Come now. Yes, hurry up. Your soul must be saved. Keep clapping, they are coming. They are coming. You see them, they are coming. Keep clapping for them. They are coming. Alright. Now, everyone, lift your hands and pray. You are going to pray this prayer after me. The prayer I read to you. We are now going to pray. Everyone is going to pray. And I'm saying it again that this is not the only thing you do to be born again. No. I'm going to let you meet my pastors. They will let somebody come to your house and teach you the Bible. You must buy a Bible. We are not here to take pictures. We're here to take pictures. Lift your two hands. And now repeat. When I say it, you also say it. If you want to join them, run to the front fast before we pray. If you want to join them, run to the front and join us fast. Yes. Lift your hands now. Now say after me, everyone. Everyone say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today, today, 
I realize I am a sinner. I realize I am a sinner. I have been living my life with my mother's first attempt. I have been living my life with my mother's first attempt. No wonder I have destroyed my life. No wonder I have destroyed my life. My soul is dirty. My soul is dirty. Please wash me. Please wash me. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Oh God. Oh God. Today, 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 I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. All my wickedness. All my wickedness. All my wickedness. All my wickedness. Everything I have done. Everything I have done. Which did not please you. Which did not please you. I repent. I repent. I repent. I repent. I repent. I repent. Today, I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus. Christ. Christ. As my Savior, as my Savior, as my Lord, as my Lord, I declare, I declare that I am now born again. That I am now born again. I'm going to live a new life. I'm going to live a new life. The word of God, the word of God, will control my life. Will control my life. The spirit of God, the spirit of God, will guide me. Will guide me. I am no more. I am no more a servant of sin. A servant of sin. I am no more. I am no more a servant of sin. A servant of oh sin. God, oh God. Today, today, I declare. I declare. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born. Again. I'm, again. I'm going to start living a new life. I'm going to start living a new life with you. With you. Thank you. Thank you for this great salvation. For this great salvation. Amen. 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 Now let me pray with you again. I am going to pray for all of you, Father. I pray for these young men, young girls, adults, children. I thank you for today. I commit them into your hands, Lord. Especially those assigned by destiny to them. May they not disappoint you. I pray that these ones will be planted. Yes. I pray that these ones will grow. Grow. I pray that these ones will know you. Yes, Lord. And walk with you. Yes. And obey you. Oh, yes. I know that one day pastors will come from this group. Amen. Evangelists will come from this group. Amen. Teachers of the word of God will come from this group. Amen. Now, everybody standing in front, say this prayer after. Say after me. Satan. Satan. Say Satan. Satan. From today. From today. I will not obey you again. I will not obey you again. You are not my master. You are not my master. You can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me what to do. I have met Jesus Christ. I have met Jesus Christ. As my savior. As my savior. As my Lord. As my Lord. As my master. As my master. Today. Today. Say today. Today. Jesus. Jesus. Is my master. Is my master. So Satan. Satan. Listen to me. Listen to me. I will not obey you again. I will not obey you again. I will not obey you again. I have met Jesus Christ. I have met Jesus Christ. And I will serve him. And I will serve him. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands. Now, listen very, very carefully. Listen very carefully. 
don't know if you can hear me. Yes. Listen, look at me. Praying this prayer alone is not enough. It's not enough. The same way you didn't become what you are by just your mother giving birth to you in a labor ward and just leaving you. Did your mother not bring you home? Hello? Did she not bring you home? Breastfeed you? When were you? How old were you? When you began to eat fufu? You? How old? What? Ten years you began to eat fufu. <laughs> so listen, in the same way, this is not the end. Listen, listen to me. Anybody who thinks that after this prayer, you can go back to your old ways, you are deceived. No. You need to be taught the word of God. You need, somebody will come to your house, somebody, and likely the person who brought you here today will teach you from this book. This book. After church, there will be people with the books. Make sure you buy one. Make sure you get one. Very important. Doesn't cost much. Make sure you get one. And God is going to bless you. Because this is what we are going to use to do the work. This is what we are going to use to build our lives as Christians. So, I want, you see our pastor here. He's taking you to that room there. I want you to please go with him. Starting from those who are already, maybe those who are standing here. Please file, yes, and begin to move down. Yeah. Just wait. Please wait those there. They'll be coming. Please clap your hands for them. Some of you can pass here. Um, my brother, some of you can come this way. Come this way. God bless. Clap your hands for them. Encourage them as they go. Clap your hands for them. Next week, Sunday, uh, next week, Saturday evening, we are coming back to church to hear more of the word of God. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep clapping your hands for them. Don't stop clapping your hands. Keep clapping for them. We are going. I want you to clap for yourself all those who also were involved, the center leaders, the good generals, the basenta leaders who did all this up. We are going to do this every two months. So the next eight weeks, we are going to work on them, visit, pray with them, be their friends, teach them, and then make sure they come to church. Clap your hands once again for yourself.
out of communion. Keep standing. Everybody standing. Mother, father, everyone stand to your feet. Those of you who brought your communion, if you didn't bring your communion, I'm telling you, I'm informing you, it's a very important spiritual activity. And we don't serve communion in this church anymore because of coronavirus. So when you are coming to church, just get a little bread. Anytime we gather in this building, we have that spiritual meal for a blessing. Paul calls it the cup of blessing. So take your bread now. If you don't have anything, just lift your hands and believe. Join us as we pray. Join us as we pray. Lift your bread now and say after me, this is the body of Christ. Oh, I can't hear you. Say, this is the body of Christ. Say, as I eat it, I'm becoming one. Say, I am becoming one with the body of Christ. Say, today, today, I join myself with the church. Say, I'm a church man or woman. Say, I belong to the church. Say, I belong to this body. Say, as I eat it, I am a part of this body. I'm a part of this great body for healing, for strength, for restoration, and for blessings. Say, this is my blessing. I receive healing in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you bless us as we eat this bread. Thank you for the miracle power that is in this. I ask in the name of Jesus that you grant us access into your will as believers. Let this meal we are eating change our lives for healing, healing, restoration. Let it rekindle our spirituality. Help us to become lovers of your word, lovers of righteousness. Let our walk with you be meaningful, O oh God. I thank you for the great power you are releasing into this as we eat your bread. In Jesus' name, amen. The body of Christ, let's eat it. Lift your cup. Lift your cup. Paul calls it the cup of blessing. There's a blessing coming to somebody's life now. I said there is a blessing coming to somebody's life now. I said there is a blessing coming to somebody's life. A curse is being neutralized. Say the blood of Christ. For life for strength for energy say as I drink it I'm receiving energy to serve God to walk with God the blood of Christ let's drink it and now everybody lift your hands I'm releasing a blessing upon you first of all I'm cancelling the curse any curse hanging on your head, I 
block it from influencing your life. Whatever has been following you. Whatever has been following you. And disturbing your life. Today. Its power ends in Jesus name. I break its power over your life. I set you free. To serve God. To walk with God. I pray for healing. 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 Your tissues are becoming normal. Your joints are becoming normal. Your life is becoming normal. I said your life is becoming normal. Your life is becoming normal. Receive healing now. In every part of your body. Especially those of you actively serving God. Healing is a part of it said, and I'll give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Luke 10, 19. And over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall hurt you. Any sickness the enemy has planted in your body, I kill that cell now. I set you free now. Because you went when you were sent. Because you went to catch souls when you were sent. I now pronounce a blessing on your life. A blessing upon children who obey. May you prosper. May you do well. May you shine. May your life become better and better and better. Yes. As you obey. As you obey to go. May it be easy for you to obey God for a blessing. Father, strengthen them. Let them love you. Let them know you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Clap your hands. Be seated.